Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. First Peter chapter 5. Amen. A few people excited about the word this morning. I like that. Amen. First Peter chapter 5. And if you are a YouVersion Bible app user, uh, you can actually go to the YouVersion app right now, follow right along, click on the more section, then the event section, and you'll see a live event taking place with Faith or New Name there. And um, it's the notes from this message that you can save and share and just follow along if you like, places you can add to that as well. But 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, when you have it, say amen. 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 That's enough. Let's proceed. It says this. It says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Verse 9, resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. I want to pray today, and then we'll jump into this this message today. Can we just pray? Would you join with me? Father, we love you. Again, Father, we're just so thankful for you, for your presence, of your spirit. It's in this room today, Lord, and we thank you for victory. God, that's been granted, given, Lord, one at the Carl's Father, and we just give you thanks today, Lord, for that. And we thank you for the authority, Lord, that you have, that you give to us to walk in today. And we receive that now, Father, by faith. And we open our hearts today to hear from you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Tell your neighbor, just, just as you look at them, smile a little bit, just tell them, man, I love you. I love you. Those are just powerful words. Amen. I like that. You just... I don't know, that just gets me happy as a pastor, just saying that, amen? I love you. That's just so good. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Well, have you ever been, um, have you ever been picked on? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been picked on? Have you ever been, uh, terminology, some of these things that they are called bullying and different things, and that's very real, uh, what you see, and, um, and, and it's tough, uh, how about as a parent, have you ever seen your children picked on? I've watched some of you, I've known some of you a long time, I've watched some of you almost walk away from Jesus when, when somebody messes with your kids, you know? And uh, I mean, you know, I've, I've, some, I've seen some of you just almost just like, I'm, I'm about to just leave everything about Christianity and Jesus behind me, and I'm about to just go off. I've watched it, it's okay. But, uh, you know, it, it just it's, it's frustrating, you know, when you see someone, Mess with your children. Uh, and uh, I believe it's frustrating to God when he sees someone mess with his children. And it's frustrating. I, I remember when we were very young in the ministry, uh, we were youth pastors, student pastors at a church, and, and uh, Adam was just, I mean, little, little guy. And um, there was a young man in the church who um, later became one of Adam's very best friends, but early on in our time there, th- this guy was uh, like kind of like picking on him, I guess you can say, you know, and would hit him. You know, and I'm at, you know, oh man, you know, he's, and Adam's tender, he's precious, you know, so it's just, uh, but, and, and this guy was hitting him and, 
And, you know, and, and it was, as a parent, you know, it was frustrating, you know, but I was like on staff, you know, so I like had to be careful, you know, so we're trying to be spiritual and we're trying to be loving and we're like, you know, we would tell, we would, t- you know, try to the proper chain of command and doing things as we should. And we would tell, you know, hey, talk to the parents and, you know, let them know, hey, your, your son is, he's hitting our son. And what'd they say? Oh, boys will be boys. And you're like, hey, well, parents will be parents too. We bet not, no, we didn't. We didn't do that. We didn't do that, no. And we're like, okay. You know, and so we try to work it out, you know, and, and we're like, well, you just help us out. So, but I remember one day we, we got in the car after church and he did it again. We got in the car and we sat down. And I feel like we had done everything we were supposed to do in this process. And so I got in the car, started it up, and Adam was upset because this guy had did it again. And I turned around, I put my hand on the back of the seat, and I looked at Adam. I said, next time he hits you, I want you to hit him as hard as you possibly can. Yeah. Told you, young in the ministry, just a young man. Uh, but, you know, I, well, I, he did. He actually hit him back, and they became best friends. Ain't it amazing? <laughs> it really is true. It's a true story. I mean, it's, ama- it's really a true story. And, uh, but but I, I think sometimes, you know what we, we do in our walk with God? We allow what the enemy to just keep picking on us. We let the enemy just like keep hitting us and keep coming at us. And we put up with it for so long and, and we look for ways to kind of like work it out, you know. You know, we kind of like look for ways to kind of just deal with it a little bit and just kind of cope with that. But today, we're in this series. If you missed last week, we kicked it off. It's called Overcome. And we are learning how to overcome situations and deal with things that the enemy places in our life. And last week, we dealt with overcoming rejection. Man, and rejection was destroyed, amen, in this room last week. And it was beautiful what we saw God do. Today, I want to I deal with we're going to overcome the devil. Come on, man. And we're going to overcome the devil. Now, I'm going to give you three things this morning. If you're a note taker, you can follow along with and and think about it. And uh, the very first one is just simply this. Listen, know who you are fighting. Know who you are fighting. It's important. It's so crucial that we see this. Now, light rejection, we're going to deal with, we're going to go to the root of stuff. And I think what's happened with the enemy so many times in fighting the devil, we kind of dealt with the fruit maybe that he's produced in our life and the things that have happened instead of going to dealing with the root of that thing, the cause of that. And the enemy is very much at work. Now, I I don't want to do this. I'm not up here. I don't want to give the devil a whole, like, a lot of mic time. You know what I'm saying? And we're not here to glorify him, and we're not trying to just kind of like just talk about how powerful he is, and he's the devil, and all this kind of stuff. No, but we're doing this. We're understanding that we need to know who we're fighting. Come on, this is a real enemy. This is, this is a real devil, and, you know, it, it's, it is someone that each of us, even like rejection, each of us deal with. We're either dealing with him or probably more likely dealing with one of his demons, dealing with one of his workers when we fight and we come against the enemy. And so there is a very real devil. And I don't believe that like everything that kind of like bad can happen is a devil. 
All right, you know, I've, you know, there's like times where I believe he slides in there, but you know, like every time you sp- spill your coffee, it's not, it's not the devil always. It could be gravity. It could be our clumsiness is what I've kind of struggled with sometimes. And, and, you know, but there are times when he does that. I think there are times when he comes at us and frustrates us and does these things. And, and so we don't want to just say everything is that, but we want to say this. We want to know that there is an enemy. It's like Warfare 101, that you know that there is an enemy out there. There is an enemy who's out to destroy you. And there's an enemy who is out there today and his desire and his design and his plan is to take you out. That's what he's here for. And so he's here to overcome you. So we got to learn how to do this, overcome him. we got to learn how to come at him. And so I was actually today going to call this overcome the enemy. But I had to stop because if, if I did that, I believe some of you maybe get a picture of a person in your mind. It's okay. Some of y'all are like, can I laugh right there? Is that okay to laugh? Yes, yeah, okay. You know, some of y'all may get a picture of a person in your mind when we say that, even use that terminology. But I mean, we're not wrestling flesh and blood. There's an enemy out there who is behind that and behind them even and, and uses people in certain situations and all. But listen, the root of that is the enemy himself, and he's real. He is true. And so we have to understand, I heard a statistic that Barna Research, a, a Christian research uh, group who does a lot of research among the Christian uh, community, they said this, and it was very disturbing, that 60% of, of Christians today don't believe in the devil. Yeah, come on. I know. Some of you are like, what? Yeah, that 60% today of Christians don't believe in the devil. And we're like, man, how kind of makes you think, how can they even be a Christian if they don't understand? <laughs> Listen, that Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. But we've kind of gotten into this society where it's kind of been taught like, you know, hey, think positive, everything's good. And, you know, listen, you need to think positive and, and focus on the good. But listen, there is an enemy who is real. There is a devil who is out there to destroy you. And an enemy that you don't believe in can destroy you. And an enemy that you don't understand that is real can come against you. And he is real. Not only is he real, he hates you. He's not your friend, man. He is out today in every way to destroy you. And so he's kind of been like kind of uh, made into like a little comic character sometimes. And, and he's kind of like this little thing that's maybe he's like on your shoulder and he has a, a little pitchfork and he has a little ponytail. And so we've kind of like made fun of that and we've kind of like lessened it. And we've kind of even today in so many places kind of pulled back to the place that they said, well, not even really real. Listen. There is an enemy today who is out to destroy you. The devil's real. Uh, this is even in, in definition uh, in my study. Listen, he's prone to slander, accusing falsely, opposing God. Satan, the prince of the demons, the author of evil, persecuting good men, estranging mankind from God, enticing people to sin, afflicting them with diseases by means of demons and take possessions of their bodies at his bidding. Yes, he's at work today. Some of his names and some of the names that we learn when we learn about Jesus and who he is and, and some of the names of God, we learn about his nature and his character. And in the same way that we learn about the nature and character of God through his names, some of the names straight from the Bible, this is what the names of Scripture, some of the things that we say, we see that what they say about him, he says that he is called the accuser. 
We're going to learn that this morning. The adversary, read it this morning. The evil one, the liar, the father of lies, the thief, the tempter, the murderer, the wicked one, and the oppressor. Just some of the names of the enemy. He's real. He's true. And so I think we need to recognize, listen, this is not to discourage us. This is just to let us see and to recognize, man, that there is someone today who is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And some of you are like, man, I, don't, I feel like as a Christian, like he's kind of coming at me more. Do you understand, listen, that, that now as a believer, he's coming at you harder because he's trying to get you to not share your faith with the unbeliever? Some of you are like, man, why is he not going after them? Not like, he, he's he already got them. So he's the day coming after you. He's coming after your witness, your, your, your testimony, the things that God's done. And he's real. But let me tell you who he's not. He's not God. Come on, amen. He is not God. He is not uh, omniscient. He's not all-knowing. He doesn't know everything. He knows some things. He's not omnipotent. He's not all-powerful. And he's not this. He's not all-omnipresent. He's not everywhere. And he is not the king of kings. He is not the Lord of lords. But there is an enemy. And you need to know this today. You need to know who you're fighting. You need to be, be very familiar with this. He tells us in our text this morning. Listen to what he said. 1 Peter 5, verse 8 again. He said to be sober. Be sober. Be mindful of this. You've seen this. You've seen what, what uh, things can do that, that take you away from being sober-minded. Whether, again, it's an alcohol or a drug or something, someone, whatever it is that comes in, and your mind is no longer now thinking the right thoughts, and you're not sober-minded in this. He says to do it this way. Be very sober in this area. Be very clear-minded because, listen, it's real. He's coming at you. He says to do this, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's real. He's coming at you today. And he he is someone today that we need to be mindful of who is out to destroy our lives. And he's an adversary. He he is sneaking around. We were sitting on the deck the other evening and and, uh, our neighbor's cat. I know, they're a... Y'all just pray if you don't... Some of y'all are cat fans, and I love you, man. God bless you. But our neighbor's cat actually is a cool cat. Uh, it's a cool cat. Um, and it really is. He, that little cat was, as we were sitting on the deck the other day, he kind of came across and snuck through the little gates we have right there and kind of eased them between the gates, never touched them. And it was beautiful. And that little thing coming through. And we didn't know. It was like, man, it's going after something. And uh, we thought it was like one of these little voles that had been digging in my yard. John, I'm still after him, bro. I'm still coming after those little voles, man. Got a Caddyshack moment going on with this thing. And, um, and, and we thought maybe it was going after one of the little voles that's been digging in, in our yard. And, and then, we, then we saw it. We saw what it was. It was a squirrel. <laughs> there was several behind, beside the building. And the cat came easing through there. And it was the adversary was coming through, and it was sneaking through there, man. It was so, so, so smooth and so quiet. You know what that squirrel did? Not today, devil. <laughs> True. He's like, it's just not today, devil. And, 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 and did this little thing, ran up the fence and went up the tree, man, and the cat was like, oh, man, and just kind of started walking on and, and doing his thing after that. It was, it was all good. But you know what it's doing? 
It was how the enemy works. It's an adversary. That cat didn't like just come off the top of the fence and just like, hey, I'm here to take you out, squirrel. That's why I'm here. It's why I exist. It's why I live and breathe, have my being. It's because I'm here to destroy. Now, listen, he's an adversary. He's a devil. And he comes, and he was coming against this thing. And so, listen, you need to know this today. Know who you're fighting. Know who you're fighting. He's a real enemy. Number two is this. You need to know how he fights. You need to know how he fights. Not only is he an enemy who is out to destroy you, who is not your friend, who is not there for you. So quit listening to him. Quit believing his lies. He is not for you. He is against you. And listen, we didn't know how he fights. Second Corinthians, we learned that he says not to be ignorant. Paul said of his devices, not to be ignorant of his ways, the ways that he comes against us. And so this enemy who is out to kill, steal, and destroy, how will he do that? Turn, turn to Revelation chapter 12. Turn to Revelation chapter 12, and in verse, verses 9 through 13, uh, before we even just jump into this, this is one of those passages that I believe very important that we can learn from. Um, I, I believe we, as you study this passage, you can learn that this is, I believe, of a time to come. This will take place. But this is also, as you see this and as we read this and then this unfolds, you'll see it's already unfolded. It's unfolding, it will unfold ultimately in the end because, listen, as we read this, you'll see, you'll see this will make more sense. Revelation chapter 12, it says this, verse 9. So the great dragon was cast out. That serpent of old called the devil and Satan who, say this with me, deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven. I like this voice. This is the one I need to listen to. Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the, say this word, accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. Verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Verse 12, Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. He knows that he has a short time. Time. Now, when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he, say this word, persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. Now, again, I believe we've seen this unfold, unfolding, and will ultimately unfold in the end. But we see here three ways that the enemy fights. We see three ways that he comes against you. And the first one is this is he deceives. He deceives. How many knows that the enemy is a deceiver? From the very beginning, listen, Adam and Eve made perfect in the garden, had it made, and somehow this serpent who slid in there was able to deceive them, lie to them, get them to believe, and get them to eat of the fruit. Listen, this is how the enemy works today. He is an enemy who is always out to lead you away from the truth. He's out to deceive you and destroy you, and he's a liar. And so many times he'll begin to speak things into your ears. He'll begin to say things in your mind. Listen, believe this lie. 
You've heard, you know, you've heard it. The enemy will tell you all sort of things. And, and we're going to hear even through this series the goodness of God and how great he is and delivers from addictions and strongholds of oppression and depression. And, but listen, you know how those things started? The enemy lied to them. He lied to them. He lies to you and he'll say things and, and, and he'll, he'll try to get you to believe like the grass looks greener like on the other side. Come on. And he'll, he'll, he'll tell you, if you're a married person, listen, the grass is green on the other side. You need to explore. You need to step out. You need to do this. No, what you have to do is this. What are your own grass? That's what we do. And you realize that there may be greener grass over there because there's not maybe more manure on, over there. Y'all pray for me. I'm getting over this this chest stuff and you know just I'm getting over it but but listen he'll make you think you know what you can do you can just take one drink and it's no big deal and you can take one pill and it's no big deal you can open up your mind and you can you can go ahead and step out and give yourself away and you can do all these things but listen he is a deceiver and he is a liar and when he comes at you just like that cat just like that that enemy who's trying to destroy your life man you need to say not today devil recognize that. Recognize how he fights. That's what he does. He comes at you in that way. Second thing he does is this. He not only does he deceive, he also accuses. He is an accuser. The Bible says the brethren, he is an accuser. And he tries to get you to do this. He'll get you to fall into that temptation, get deceived, believe the lie. And then he loves to do this, remind you of it, accuse you of it, begin to accuse you of things that, listen, God has set you free from. God has delivered you from. He accuses you and he comes at you. And, and we even see that he is standing there and, and he is speaking and trying today to accuse you in front of God and remind things and remind, the, remind God of the things that has happened in your life. But you, you do also standing there. Not only is the accuser standing there, the advocate's also standing there. Jesus is also standing there. He's standing there on our behalf. And so he's speaking forth for us. And he has stepped in and he is reminding and, and, and reminding us and reminding God himself, the Father on the throne. Listen, my blood has covered that. I have set them free. They've been delivered that. So quit listening to the accuser. Quit listening to the lies. That's how he will always work. And that's how he will always come at you. And so listen, he's not going to announce it. I'm swinging off the, off the top of the fence and I'm out to destroy your life. I'm going to deceive you and slide in and accuse you and get you to believe. Listen, God hasn't set you free. You know what you've done. He's a liar. He's a thief. He's out to destroy your life. The third thing, the final one is this. We see here is that he does this. He persecutes. He persecutes. It's what he does. It's one of the ways. That literally means that he does this, that he follows around. He's following around like that roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. That's what that's persecution, where he is coming around, he is sneaking around, following around, trying to see who he can come against, trying to see who he can destroy. And you know why he's having to seeking and, and find who he can destroy? Because he can't destroy everyone. He can't destroy those who understand and recognize the ways of the enemy. 
When you get revelation of God's word, when you understand truth, he will no longer be able to get you in that way any longer. Quit listening to the lie. Quit listening to, to the things that the enemies put in your mind. And, and we we're seeing this today. That we, we talked about this even Wednesday night, how even today, so hard the enemy is after this generation to get them to believe the lie to get them to accept things that the enemy is speaking. I was having a conversation, and, and, and Caleb and I were just talking the other day about how the enemy works. And, man, it was amazing. And, man, I just I, I love him, and I love his heart, because as we were talking, he started understanding, getting revelation, that some of the things that have come in his mind, that's the enemy. That's the liar. That, that's, that's not because he's messed up or you're messed up because you have those thoughts. Listen, it's because the enemy is messed up and trying to mess you up. And he's trying to destroy your life. So he puts this stuff in your mind. He accuses. He follows along behind you. He's persecuting. He's trying to see who he can take out, who he can destroy. So recognize this. See the enemy for who he is. Quit allowing him to come up in your business. Quit allowing him to mess with you. Quit allowing him him to speak that stuff to you. He is a liar and a thief, and you have all authority over the enemy today because of what Jesus has done. Amen. Come on. This is freedom that we have. Listen, and so listen, recognize how he fights. So first of all, listen, know, know who you're fighting. Second thing is that you know how he fights. And the third thing is this, the final one this morning is this, know how to fight him. Know how to fight him. Know how to fight. I know, I like, and I know sometimes we're like, we want to get like super spiritual. And we're like, I know, we're like, we love those things like, well, Satan's under our feet. And he doesn't, he doesn't attack me. And he does. I mean, you know, you it's just true. And again, there's some spiritual significance in that that we learn and walk in. And he, and he listen, this is why he loses because he's under our feet. But listen, he's he coming after you. He's real. And listen, he's got a game plan. We better have one. We better recognize, we better know he has one. We need to have a battle plan in place. And again, not just having a great defense, it's having a great offense, knowing how to come against him. We need to know how to overcome him. James 4, 7 said it this way, therefore submit to God. Come on. Therefore submit, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come on, <clears throat> resist the devil and he will flee from you. Listen, don't try resisting without submitting first. That won't work. Don't try to resist the devil before you submitted to God. He will it'll wear you out. But if you've submitted to God, if you're up underneath him, listen, the devil ain't got a chance against you. You overcome him. And so, again, we see this. And this word right here is powerful. It's so important. That word resist that we saw in 1 Peter in our text, that word here in James 4, resist, it's the same word that we see in Ephesians 6 where he says to withstand the enemy. And we're going to go back. We're going to do another series. It's been way too many years since we've looked at the armor of God and understood how powerful that is that God has given us. And we're going to be going into that Sometime in the soon near future. And, uh, and, and, but it is the same word we stand there. And this is not something that we do on our strength. This is not something that we do on our own. This is that, the very word uh, there in the Greek, that word we stand, resist. It means, to, it means this, to vigorously oppose. Yes. Bravely resist. 
stand face to face against an adversary standing your ground. Stand your ground. Get in his face. Quit sitting back. Quit letting him have his way. Quit letting him have authority in your life that he does not have. Quit allowing him. When he comes looking around, seeking whom he may devour, tell him, keep stepping. And if you stop, bro, I'm going to get in your face and I'm going to oppose you. I'm going to deal with you. Stop letting the enemy have his way. He does not win if you don't let him. He does not win if you don't let him. So we come against him the same way in Revelation. That word, that chapter 12, verse 11, this is how we do it. He said, and they overcome him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Come on. That's how we do this. Amen. That's how we win. We spent seven weeks, man, talking about that blood that was shed on the cross. And when Jesus gave his life, let me tell you something, it's powerful. And we overcome the enemy in this light. He says it this way. He's very clear. When God stepped into the, the, the mercy seat and placed that blood upon there, listen, he paid the price for us. The blood today is just as powerful. It has not lost his power. It has not and will not lose his power. And he says to do it this way. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. Our testimony. You know what testimony is? Listen, it's, it's, it's you speaking the truth. If you get up in a courtroom and they're going to tell you this, you're going to just swear to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help you God. You know what they want you to do? Tell the truth. That's what they want you to say. They want you to tell the truth. But as Christians, you know what we speak is the truth? The Word of God. You know what we say that's true? What He says about us. We're going to hear testimonies through this series, and I want to open it up today to let you know that if you have an overcoming story, if you have a, if you have a testimony of that today, I, want, I encourage you to do this. Text me this week. Message me this week because we want to be able to share some of that and, and just celebrate what God's doing. But you know what we're not going to get up here and talk about? How good the devil is. We're going to talk about, man, listen, we overcome. Because of the blood of the Lamb. We overcome because of the word of our testimony. We overcome because of what is true and what he says. And he knows this. His time is short. His time is short. So he's coming at you full force. But how many knows we overcome the devil? We overcome the enemy. I want you to stand, please. And as you stand, I want you just to take a moment and just, just begin to just gather your thoughts right now around this message. Yeah, just begin to just, oh, gather your thoughts around this message. Begin to open up your heart right now. And just begin to say this. And we, we, we each week take a moment to reflect and focus in on this. We ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what are you just speaking to my heart right now? So we respond to this. We respond to him. We respond to him. Yeah. And we overcome the devil. This is a root thing. This is how we're going to see this overcoming through some of the other situations in our life and things that he brings. This is a root issue, though. Recognizing who it is. Recognizing who's after you. Some of you, listen, you've, you've placed the enemy, the face of the enemy on someone else. Some person in your life, some situation. Listen, that's not who the enemy is. It's the devil. And we overcome him. Thank you, Jesus. By the blood of the Lamb. By the word of our testimony, by speaking what is true. Thank you, Father. So now as you're just right there where you're standing right now, heads bowed, eyes closed, just with your minds turned towards Him.
Your heart's open to him today. Just begin to let this word get in your heart. You overcome. You overcome. You overcome. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. You overcome. Blood of the Lamb, word of the testimony. Thank you, Father. and we've exposed the enemy. We've exposed the enemy. Now let's take him out. Hmm. We've exposed him. Let's take him out. Let's let's withstand. Let's resist. Does us no good if we just get here and just recognize how he fights but not fight him, not come against him and withstand and resist him and come against him. So first of all, if you haven't submitted yourself to God, if you haven't surrendered your life to God, that that happens first. We submit ourselves to God. We come to Him. If that's you today, you need to surrender your life, submit your life to the Lord today. This is your your opportunity. This is your day. You can do that by just stepping out, coming to this altar, by stepping to the back, meeting someone there in our care room. But listen, submit to God. Come underneath Him. Come underneath Him today. And then we do this, we resist the enemy. And listen, you're honest. Holy Spirit's speaking to your heart. You recognize, man, the enemy's been trying to deceive you. There's been some accusing that he's been trying to do against you. He's been trying to follow you and persecute you. He's been seeking out who he may devour. He's been trying to destroy your life. You recognize that today. You've exposed him. Take him out. Listen, if that's you, you understand that. You recognize, man, the enemy's been out to destroy my life. And I'm tired of this. Not one more day, devil. Not one more day. Right now, right where you're standing, just raise hands to the Father. In complete submission and surrender to the Lord. Yeah, this is how we resist. Submitting and surrendering everything to the Lord. We don't resist Him on our own. We submit to God. We come up underneath His plan. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Enemy's defeated, amen? Yeah, he's defeated, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now I want you to do this. I want you to just get face to face with the enemy. We're putting up with it. I want you to resist now. You've submitted, you've surrendered, you've come up underneath God's purpose and plan now you resist him I want you to resist the enemy I want you to resist the enemy thank you we know how powerful prayer is and the word of God is we want to do this with you we want to speak that over your life pray over your situation right now but if today you recognize the enemy is after you he's been after you he's after your children you, 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 you've been, he's been exposed today for who he is a liar, a thief, and a deceiver and you want to come against that today in your life in the life of your children I want you to do this just begin to step out begin to come into God's just presence right now just begin to come to the front we want to do this we want to gather around you we want to just pray with you we want to pray for you today yeah, just come thank you, Jesus come 
And I want you to do this. If you believe in the power of prayer, I want you to begin to just step out right now. Come with these right now. Begin to gather around them. You can kneel. You can stand. But you're tired of this. You're sick of this. You're sick of his ways. You're ready to resist them. Overcome the enemy today. Overcome the devil. Yeah, thank you, Father. Amen. Just step out. Some more young people today who's been you've been believing the lie. Listen today. Step out. Receive right now. Come against him. Overcome him. Overcome him. Yeah, overcome him. So worship team just begins a ministry song. I want you to take up take time right now. Just resist the enemy. We're going to gather around you, fight with you, believe, standing, standing with you. If you want to do this today, find your place. Get with God. Don't leave this service without just spending time in worship to the Lord. Honoring him today as the Holy Spirit works in this altar. This has been a podcast of Pastor Terry Rogers brought to you by Faith Renewed. For more information about us, please visit faithrenewed.org. For questions, feel free to contact us via email at info at faithrenewed.org.